Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's NFL Digest. And guys, we have only two games to talk about because we are one game away from the Super Bowl. Okay, the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship games both did not disappoint whatsoever. Whew. We're almost there, guys. We already know who our AFC representative and our NFC representative is going to be in the Super Bowl, but we got to talk about how the conference championship games went. It went wild. So let's start with AFC first. Bengals versus the Chiefs. Everybody and their mama picked the Chiefs here. There was like, yeah, there's just no way. Now, again, y'all know I I love Joe Burrow. I love Jamar Chase at LSU Gang. Run hard. However, this is Pat Mahomes talking about. This is Tyreek Hill we're talking about. Travis Kelsey. Piss poor defense, but a, a strong offense. I could not in a million years see or predict what happened in this game. I literally thought, yep, it's going to be like 41-20. Like, and not even trying to do my man Joe Burrow wrong. It's just because Joe Burrow is your first time here. Nerves are high. Eli Apple talking too much-ish before you get the game started. I'll get to that too because I just have my eye roll about that. And all that's going on at the same time. All of that. However, Joe Burrow and company took care of business. But at the same time, we got to give fault where it is. Pat Mahomes choked in this game. He choked. That's what happened. Chiefs choked here, y'all. Chiefs try to put him away early. But the Chiefs know one thing. Their defense is piss poor. So they know their offense got put up at least. 35, 40 points to win the game. And that's not what happened here. So let's get to it. Joe Burrow, he threw for 250 yards, completed 23 out of 38 of his attempts. He had two touchdowns and one interception. The leading rusher for the Bengals was Joe Mixon with 21 carries for 88 yards. The leading receiver for the Bengals was T. Higgins with six receptions for 103 yards. Pat Mahomes, he threw for 250, sorry, 75 yards, completed 26 at 39 attempts, had three touchdowns and two fatal interceptions. Leading rusher for Kansas City was um, Jarek McKinnon with 13 carries for 65 yards. The leading receiver was Travis Kelsey with 10 receptions for 95 yards and one touchdown. So let's get to it. Break it down quarter by quarter. Going right in, we got Tyreek Hill with catching a 10-yard pass from Pat Mahomes in the first quarter, which resulted in a touchdown. Harrison Buckler kicked the extra point, making it 7-0. At the end of the first quarter, Evan McPherson kicked a 32-yard field goal, putting the Bengals on the board 3-7. Second quarter definitely goes to the Chiefs because Travis Kelsey caught a 5-yard pass from Pat Mahomes, which resulted in a touchdown. Harrison Buckler kicked the extra point, making it 14-3. Right after that, pretty much in the middle of the um, second quarter, um, 
Miko Harding catches a three-yard pass from Pat Mahomes. Yeah, y'all, I've never heard that name. <laughs> three-yard pass, three-yard pass from Pat Mahomes, which resulted in a touchdown. Harrison Buckler gets extra point, making it twenty-one to three. At the end of the first, sorry, second quarter, um, Sam uh, Samaj, goodness, y'all, um, Perrine. Catches a 41-yard pass from Joe Burrow, which results in a touchdown. Evan McPherson catches extra point, making it 10 to 21. So right now, she are, she's pretty much dominated the first half of this game. However, the Bengals make a extreme comeback in the second half. Because in the third quarter, Evan McPherson, towards the end of the second third quarter, catches a 31-yard field goal, putting the Bengals up 13 to 21. Literally one touchdown times game back up. So let's get to it. Jamar Chase. Um, he has a he catches a two yard pass from Joe Burrow, which results in a touchdown. I, it's eight points. I'm sorry. Bad mouth. Um, so Joe Burrow and company decide to go for the two point conversion. Joe Burrow um, passes to Trent Taylor, which made it good for the two point conversion, tying the game 21 21. With 40 seconds left on the clock in the third quarter. And we're going to the fourth quarter with some action, people, because we have tied game. Evan McPherson kicked a 52 yard field goal, which put the Bengals up 24 21. The first time the Bengals led in the entire game. And Pat Mahomes just was, things were not going well for Pat, man. Pat was choking in this game. He was choking. However, uh, he was able to get his um, men down the field so that um, Harrison Butler can kick the 44-yard field goal, expiring the clock, tie the game 24-24 in overtime. At this point in the game, I thought this was – I won't be on overtime. It's like, all right, if Pat Mahomes gets this ball, y'all, it's done. It's done. I said, there's, there's, just, there's just no way. There's just no way. Oh, was I wrong? Was I wrong? wrong because it never that didn't have to even that wasn't something that was on no one's mind it wasn't anybody's mind Kansas City whew. this is when your your defense now I understand overtime everybody's exhausted everybody's tired however that interception in overtime killed the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes went for a deep pass towards the left, and he was trying to get Tyreek Hill. Howard was intercepted. And that was it. But once that happened, that, like, at that point, you one, you knew that this was the Bengals game, but two, it was just like, you saw the entire Chiefs offense just pretty much drop the heads like, this game's over. It's over. It's over. Oh, hate to see that kind of defeat. Then Joe Burrow and company got down. They were getting down that field, y'all. They got down all the way for <coughs> sorry, y'all. I'm choking up the water. They got down on the field so that Evan McPherson kicked a 31 yard field goal, ending the game 27 to 24. Again, I was really, really shocked by what happened in this game because I really, really thought the Chiefs were going to win. 
but shout out to those Bengals. The Bengals deserved this victory. They deserved it. They they had an amazing season, so many amazing comebacks. They handled business all season. The Bengals are ending. Well, they pretty much they ended their pre-Super Bowl season 10 and 7. That is handling business, y'all. Oh gosh. That's it. I this game was wild to me because I did not see it going this way at all. At all. And when we come back, we're gonna get to the NFC championship game. This episode's gonna be a lot shorter, of course, y'all, because we only down we only got two games left. But this game here. When I say hot mess, hot mess. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Again, if you are someone interested in starting your own podcast but don't know where to start, what you need to do is go and download Anchor. Anchor is the perfect database to record your podcast because you can not only record on there, you can edit on there. You can add effects and music to your podcast and then all for free. And to put the little cherry on top, you can publish your podcast and it gets sent to a variety of different podcast generators such as Apple. Spotify and you anchor themselves. So if you're ready to make your podcast dreams a reality, go on and download Anchor and make those podcast dreams come true. Okay, we're talking about the NFC championship, but before we get to the championship game, we got to break the news. So you guys all know that Ben Rosenberger has retired. He's put out the statement. Homie is gone. Homie's done all he could do. But to shock the world on February 1st, first day of Black History Month, I'm not going to get into that right now, but first day of Black History Month, Tom, Tom, the Tom, yes, yes, y'all, the Tom Brady. I'm going to give y'all top government name, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. has retired from the NFL at the age of 44. Yes. Tom Brady will no longer be playing football. And unless he does something crazy, I'm going to come back in two years saying, I'm like, oh my God. But he said that he's done. End of an era. I cannot have a podcast talking about football and not talk about how crazy it was to see Tom Brady retire. I thought he had one more season left. Tom said he's not playing until 45. He turns 45 August 3rd this year, but he's like, I'm good. I think once he got hit by Aaron Donald in the last week against the Rams, that was it. Tom was like, because I I know how it feels to get hit in compact sport. And he was the way he got up and laid back down. I said, yes, that's that's it. I've been there. I played field hockey and this girl gut checked me. And my pride was like, get up. My body said, no. <laughs> that was my last day. <laughs> I said, that's it. Last game of the season, I ain't playing field hockey no more. I ain't doing this ever again. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> now I see what I be doing to other people. I used to play offense in field hockey. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> no. And when I saw Tom get up and fall back down, I was like, yep. That's that good. I'm done. I'm hurt. That hurt. 
way more than they need to. And when you 44 and get hit like that, I was 14 and getting hit like that. 30 years Pat uh uh Tom Brady's uh junior got hit like that. I was like, oh no. I know that hurts. But how about y'all? I'm not even 30 yet, but again, chapter 30 coming up. Um even sometimes when I fall at 29, I can I'm like, my body says no. My brain's like, get up, you're young. My body says no. But it's so crazy because I can't lie, y'all. Tom Brady is the best quarterback I've ever seen throw the football ever. Um from my experience. This is my era of football. And man, was he an amazing specimen to watch play. And it was great for the Giants to beat him twice. That's that's a that's a a win and victory that Eli and I and everybody in New York will ride with all the way to the end. We beat the guy, the unbeatable guy, twice in the Super Bowl. But Tom, salute to you and all your accomplishments. Seven rings is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I know you wanted to go for number. I know you want to go back to back this year, but it's all good, man. You did everything you're supposed to do. It's going to be so weird, like watching football in August and not see Tom Brady out there. Big Ben, Big Ben. It was this time. It was time. It was time. He was just like, yeah, I'm just trying. Now Mason Rudolph. I don't think that's the answer, but it was time for Big Ben. Now, I don't even know what Tampa's going to do. Actually, this is laid out perfectly for the Atlanta Falcons. This is y'all's chance to literally take the NFC South. This is it. Like, right now, the Saints are in turmoil. They're in turmoil. They don't have a head coach right now. Um, The Panthers, they're just sorry. Um, They're just sorry. The Bucks just lost Tom Brady. Don't have AB. Um, this is y'all's chance. And the Falcons are notorious at being the South Giants. So it's like, hey, now it's time to do some some work on the offseason, get some great draft picks, rebuild that team. If you're gonna keep um Matt Ryan, get him some weapons. But this is it. This is your only chance to get it back, like right now. But again, salute to Tom Brady. What a wonderful career. What a wonderful um, physical specimen on the on the field. Done so much. Just was gave us some amazing, amazing football. So all I can say is that we like he's gonna be missed out there on the on the field, but I have, I could, like, you know, as as a New Yorker, I got to just crap on Boston real quick. Well, New England, whatever. I know y'all were hurt when Tom did not mention y'all. He went to Tampa, he was like, y'all, Tampa, I messed with y'all. And those those Pat fans were hurt that Tom didn't say that about them at first. He was not initial, he's not uh, um, directly bring him up initially, but then he, again, Tom did make a statement. Adam Scheffler, he did. People had Adam Scheffler looking real stupid. I didn't like that. Adam Scheffler is the football guy. That guy will make sure you know what's going on. And they had him out here because, you know, again, everybody's right to be first to tell news, to break different stories. Out here and him, like, and Tom didn't even sit up yet. It was just mad. That's cartoony. Just didn't like the cartoon behavior. 
However, Tom has made, a, made an official statement on Tuesday saying that he's done. And he did not originally mention the Patriots or Belichick. But then he did retweet some stuff and said thank you to them. But I thought that was real funny because that, that was your guy, Golden Boy. And your Golden Boy said, eh, I don't know you. I like that. We were like, New England who? I was like, ooh, not that. Not New England who? But he did that. He did that. Shout again. Salute Tom Brady. Great career. End of a great era of football. We had we we no longer can watch Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, um, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers play football anymore, and that's just that's the thing I gotta acknowledge. And before I get to the NFC Championship game, I had to acknowledge that because it's important because football is it, y'all. Football is such a vibe. And all the guys that, and, oh, I'm sorry, and Drew Brees. Oh, Drew Brees was an amazing specimen to watch as well. That era is officially beyond, behind us, but we have some amazing new and upcoming talent. Well, not only upcoming, they are here, and they're just going to get better and better. Um, and we know who those are. That's Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, um, oh, Lamar Jackson, Kyle Murray, um, Actually, Mac Jones is pretty decent. Mac Jones, I'm not even going to entertain Danny Dines right now. I'm not even going to waste my time with that. Um, James Winston, when he gets stuff together, he's, he's my age, so that means he's not old. <laughs> we still got Russell um, Wilson in there. He's still got, you know, we got some. But the age of, and when Aaron Rodgers gets his mental together, he can be back in that conversation. But right now, I am pissed with Aaron Rodgers to a whole new level. But yes. This like there's we still got some great young talent left that are still gonna give us some amazing football. We all, and always college is gonna bring us some more great talent. So don't give up football yet, guys. Don't give up one yet. Okay, NFC Championship game: Niners versus the Rams. If you pick the Niners, you were literally going with the 07 Giants hope. I picked the Rams. I'm practical. The Rams literally are Thanos. They have every Infinity Stone, and this is no Ant-Man going back in time to, like, well, bring, find a time machine to save the day. This is literally after the snap. <laughs> That's it. If you want to give you a good Avengers ending, if Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl, then that's it. That will be your Avengers ending. But until then, we are in the after snap because the Rams literally snatched up everybody they need. They have Cooper Cup. They have Odell Beckham Jr. They have Von Miller. They have Aaron Donald. They have Jalen Ramsey. And they have a really hot mess, um, Matthew Stafford, who can show up when need be. It's just, and Cooper Cup is literally the best receiver in the league right now. So you have the best receiver in the league. You have a great option too, which is Odell Beckham Jr. So it's just like, you, you, you got everything you need to win. This shouldn't be a problem. However, Jimmy G did go out there and play some football. And lost to Jimmy G style, but I'm not even going to get into that. But he played some really good football. Again, he's so great to look at. So it was a nice, great walk and play. But here we go. The Rams will be playing. Um, well, actually, I'm not going to miss jump to the end. But anyway, Jimmy G, he threw for 232 yards. He played 16 out of 30 attempts. Had two touchdowns and one interception. Debo Samuel, the man who literally carried the freaking 49ers plus defense. 
This young man deserves everything. He's a leading rusher uh, with seven carries for 26 yards and leading receiver for four receptions for 72 yards and one touchdown. Matthew Stafford, he threw for 337 yards, completed 31 out of 45 attempts, had two touchdowns and one interception. Cam Akers was the leading rusher with 13 carries for 48 yards, while Cooper Cup, this this man, whoo, led in receiving yards for 11 receptions for 142 yards and two touchdowns. <clears throat> this game took some time to get active, y'all. I ain't gonna hold you. First quarter, nothing was active. Neither team even touched the end zone. Second quarter, Niners took care of business there. Third quarter, Niners took care of business. Fourth quarter, Rams came back and ended all of that 07 Giants talk for the Niners. So let's get to it. So second quarter, Cooper Cup catches a 16-yard pass from Matt Stafford, putting the first points on the board with putting the Rams um, with a touchdown for 7-2-0. Matt gets his extra point, making it 7-0. I saw that whole sentence going crazy. You don't know what I mean. Devo Samuels catches a 44-yard pass from Jimmy G, which resulted in a touchdown. Ruby Gold kicks the extra point, tying the game 7-2-7. To expire the half, Ruby Gold kicks the 38-yard field goal, which was good, making it 10-2-7. Also, y'all, is a it, you're not going to see Jimmy G in a 49ers uniform this coming fall. However, this is why I'm going to pause right here while halftime piece. If I was looking at Jimmy, if I was somebody needing a quarterback, Saints, uh, Jimmy G in Atlanta would literally be the worst idea, but I would humor that in every way. But um, Atlanta, the Giants, they ain't taking Jimmy G. Because if we're, we're good on, oh, I'll get to the Giants disaster in a minute. But, um, yeah, we're not taking Jerry G. Those that need a quarterback, oh, shoot, Miami needs a quarterback, but I don't think they're going to Jimmy G either. But yeah, Jimmy G will not be in the 49ers uniform, most like, like 98% positive he will not be in the 49ers uniform after this game. Anyway, to the third quarter we go. We have George Kill catching a 16-yard pass from Jimmy G, making it a touchdown. Ruby Goldkick gets the point, making it 17-7. And now going into the fourth quarter, the Rams literally dominated this quarter, took back the game, and got the win. How? Cooper Cup catching an 11-yard pass from Matt Stafford, which resulted in a touchdown. Matt Gay kicked the extra point, making it 17, sorry, 14 to 17. Then Matt Gay kicked a 40-yard field goal, tying the game 17 to 17. Also, the Niners just could not get nothing going. The, the Rams defense... That defense is literally rough. Aaron Donald was all over Jimmy G. He had him thrown like a rag doll the entire second half of this game. But with a minute and 46 seconds left on the clock, Matt Gay kicked a 30-yard field goal, putting the Rams their first lock to a second lead in the game. 22-17. Jimmy G and company gets the ball. This was a hot freaking disaster what happens here. But again, all you need is a field goal to end this game. Well, to tie the game back up. Oh, not if you're Jimmy G. I kid you. I tell y'all not. Yeah, if you're Jimmy G. Then once Jimmy G got the ball, it became a disaster. 
They the um, Niners are literally are they're literally in the right they're like they're in perfect position to get picked in a hot disaster. However, that's not what happened. Jimmy G went um to literally throw he's kept throwing three outs and it's just a disaster. But however, the last possession that he had, he went for a quick short pass that was incomplete. Then Jimmy G went um he went to try to try to get the ball out of the field. It just would it just was another short pass that just left them with negative yards. Then the last play for the 49ers, Jimmy G throws literally the craziest looking throw, but a very Jimmy G-esque type of throw. And it's intercepted, y'all. It was put it was sad. Cause you just saw every all the Niners faces just fell. Cause you, you're, you're in L, you're in um, you're in LA. There's a lot of Niners fans out there, and you just look at this like this is this is some this is some ish right here. Jimmy G fell and went to try to throw it out of bounds, but it it just the ball went really it was really dumb, y'all. It went, went up and then went was intercepted by um Howard, and that was it. That was game. I love Aaron Donald again. Destroy Jimmy G. Destroyed him. That was it. That was game. Pat Mastaffer is near the ball down on the 15 yard line. And that's, that was it, y'all. That is how the game ended. I'm making the final score 22 17. So our Pro Bowl will be next week. Um, woo. Um, I will not have a. NFL doctors for the Pro Bowl. Just won't do that. I won't waste y'all time with that. But I will take this time to mention the the pettiness of Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, and this situation is not funny at all to me. It's not funny what um, Brian Flores is going through. I want Brian Brian Flores to be the next um, uh, coach for the the. Um, wow, my, yeah, I'm sorry, my brain now for the New York Giants. However. He is not with the Giants have decided to go in a different direction. But when Belichick like let us know that pretty much Brian Ford never got a chance to even interview, it was pretty much it. Oh, also what I got like just got from Breaking News, Tom Brady did thank his longtime coach Bill Belichick um in a message. Well, while we're talking about this, let me just bring it up and read you what Tom Brady said. That's how. I can get some more time in our segment if it will allow me to, but it's not. But he thanked Bill Belichick for everything. Without Bill, there without Bill giving Tom a chance, there would there would be no Tom Brady. Gronk also paid a really heartfelt tribute to Tom Brady. So did um a few other famous. <clears throat> sorry, y'all. If you are famous on New England players, Tom has been really riding this, um, doing his his victory lap tour for uh, retirement really well. But yes, he did pay pay homage to Bill Belichick and thanked him for everything he did. So, and while we're sort of talking about other things in football, the New York Giants have hired a woman director of operations. They hired Laura Young. She um. She um she's the first known woman hired on the coaching side. 
So shout out to you, Laura Young. Welcome to New York. And I can't wait to see what you're going to do with my giant. But right now, it's just a lot. It's a lot of fire was going on with the Brian Flores situation with the New York Giants and with other teams because the um, the Rooney rule is in effect here. And he didn't even get a chance to even, like, shoot, like, get a chance to even try for the job. Again, Brian Flores did lead the Dolphins to two successful, well, winning seasons. They weren't, you know, they didn't go all the way, but they were, the Dolphins were literally piss poor. Brian Flores got there and things changed, turned around. You gotta, you can't, you can't lie about the numbers. The numbers don't lie. But yeah, they did let him go, and he is now trying, suing, I believe correctly, suing the NFL for that. Yep. But, hey, we will see how this all turns out. Um, I'm not even going to address RG3 in his comments, but I'm just going to, yep, we'll see how it all turns out. But yes, um, that's what's going on in football news. And, and again, this V report, this is the end of what I just put the V report. I'll go into more details of what's going on there. But that is pretty much it. So we are going to Super Bowl, which will be March. Wow, y'all said March, y'all. February 13th, day for Valentine's Day, where we will be looking at the LA Rams in LA, taking on the Bengals. This might, this is going to be a very good game. It'll be 6.30 and NBC and the halftime show is dope. It is literally Snoop. It is Dr. Dre, it's Mary J. Blige and M- Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. So until next time, everybody, continue out, keep taking care of yourselves, continue all taking <clears throat> protecting yourselves throughout this pandemic and also, while we're just while before I'm closing, I've been really pushing this um, agenda, and I'm count. I kid you all not. I don't care how y'all feel about it, but right now this world is very sad, very very sad. A lot of people are taking their lives. Things are getting a little bit out of control. Not even a little bit. They're out of control. So if you See, hear something, say something. If you know people that are dealing with mental health issues and it's getting to them really bad and you're trying, you don't want to pride, pride. Get up in there and just see what's going on because you never know what's going on. People that are dealing with a lot on their plate tend to not share to deal with a lot on their plate. And it's starting to get, it's it's mentally messing with me personally, just seeing so many young people call it quits so soon. And for a variety of different reasons, we never know what is causing these things, but I just wanted to definitely take a second to wish my condolences to Chelsea um, Christ, um, Chris, sorry, Chris. She was a 2019 former, um, 2019 uh, Miss America, sorry, Miss USA pageant winner. She also was an attorney and a television correspondent. And she passed at 30 years old by suicide. It's time to pay attention to this. And it's time to reach out because according to so many people, she was a vibrant soul, the strong friend, 
everyone thinks a strong friend is, you know, her, like she can't be, nothing's wrong. She's always gonna be good. I know in a lot of my friend circles, I'm their strong friend. And even, my, even with me, I have a strong friend that I make sure I check it on. My strong friend and I, we, we share the fact that being a strong friend is a lot. But it's also important to just have people check in on those people. Check in and see how they're doing, how they're holding up. How is it being, you know, living in this pandemic world when we're used to being, like for me, I'm a social butterfly, I'm always out. Now I'm always in. It is, a, it is, a, it does play a toll on you, especially when you're not used to it. So if you hear something, please say something. And those who are struggling and they're listening to the sound of my voice and don't know who to call, the suicide hotline number is 800-273-8255. Again, a suicide hotline number is 800-273-8255. Again, I'm not a licensed counselor. I'm not a licensed therapist, psychologist. But I'm also a person that understands, that loves people, understands people. I'm a people person. Um, I, I, my, my foundation alone works with mental health. So I am here if people need to talk or have a discussion and they just don't, I don't have to know you. Trust me, I don't gotta know your business. I ain't gotta know you. But if you want to talk to me, you could definitely hit me up on social media at Nora, N-O-R-A underscore Natish, N-A-T-I-S-H. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. And if we just, just that if you just have to have a conversation with somebody because you're just like, I'm hearing what you've been saying on your show. And I just, I'm going through a lot. I'm a great listener. I will sit and listen to you. And again, I'm here to help my fellow human. So that's another option as well. So you guys, please take care of yourselves. Please continue to, you know, pray for those who are in pain and reach out to those who are in pain. Again, the suicide hotline number is 800-273-8255. Again, 800-273-8255. You guys take care. Talk to you next time. Bye.